Six strings and coffee, Hoss. I'm your host, Sweaty Chetty. Charlie Chetty, Chaz with I am apologizing in advance for how I sound. Number one, I'm on a laptop that I typically don't record on, but my computer is giving me a Number two, I'm in the middle of my breakfast. You're just going to have to deal with it. I have a love affair with chorizo. I have discovered it in the last, you know, couple of months, and I love it. I love it. So I made myself this morning, and I highly recommend you try this. It's kind of like a breakfast sloppy joe, if that makes any sense. So basically, I took my cast iron, which I use for basically everything, I put a little bit, just a little bit of tree. You don't need a lot. If, if I had to throw a measurement on it, it might be half a cup. Half a cup chorizo, half a cup of refried beans, unseasoned because you're going to season it, and the chorizos, fucking bananas. Throw those in the pan. Get them, like, kind of working. Mix them together. And then, at least in this case, you can use whatever you want. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I used a ciabatta roll. Now, my favorite ciabatta roll, I'm going to tell you right now, and I don't know if it's controversial or not, is from Aldi. Now, maybe I've never had a truly excellent ciabatta roll. I don't know. It's entirely possible. Maybe I'm missing out on something better. But for me, their their rolls are just the shit. They're so, they're so good. So <clears throat> this past week, uh, I discovered that apparently Aldi at least near our house uh, in Stroudsburg, will deliver to you for like $3. Which I don't know if anybody shops from home with groceries, but that is ridiculously cheap. Put in perspective, ShopRite in Broadensville uh, does a shop from home. And for number one, they don't deliver to my home. And we are about six miles from it. Uh, the Aldi in, in Stroudsburg has got to be 12 or 15 easy for our house. Um, so that's number one. Number two, they do shop for home where you can go pick it up, which is fine. They charge five bucks. Really, they charge ten. They have one of those deals where like, <laughs> there's like an ongoing promotion where they say, you know, oh, it's ten dollars, but we're going to take off five, so it's really five dollars. And it's like, okay, I see what you're doing there. You're making me feel like I get a deal. But I got to tell you, the other thing is, is like the amount of, and we used to shop at Aldi a lot more. It's just distance from our house like we can get it we weigh things out like there's price of course you know that, that always matters but then there's like just the ease and convenience of getting our stuff so like going 10 minutes away to the shop right brought in the bill versus basically turning into an hour and a half you know round trip all the you know by the time you, you get through the lines and all that other kind of stuff i was like you know what we'll just start going to, we'll go to shop I didn't realize exactly what a few bucks more really was. Like, I I did this once before with Weiss. Um, and I just, I literally, I built shopping lists. And I built one for ShopRite, one for, and I built the exact same one for Aldi in this case. And there was a 30, after, after delivery, after everything, on both sites, there was a $30 difference. It was 111 
on ShopRite's site, and it was 83 on all these. Um, I was like, blown. that's crazy. So, and they were identical. I mean, identical as you can get. I mean, they sell different things, but like you get, you know, substitutions or whatever you do. Yeah. So, anyway, their Chabon rules, I went off on a tangent there, are the best. I, I, I just, so, chorizo, refried beans in a cast iron, take your Chabon roll, toast it up, nothing great, you know, however you're liking, butter one piece. And you don't even have to do that if you don't want to. I did, and I think it just adds a little something. It's not necessary. I just it's what I do. I'm trying to kill myself before 40, I guess. Um, and on the other half, this is important. A little bit of mayo, a little bit of sriracha, and you mix that shit together on the bread. And then, fried egg. That'll go over top. Put some cheese on it if you like. I mean, this is kind of like, you do it however you want, but this is how I do it. And then some kind of green. And what I mean by some kind of green is you don't have to necessarily use lettuce. I used spinach today. The other day I made something similar to this. I used avocado. Just something green. Green things are good for you. They just are. I don't care if it's leafy or otherwise. Green is typically good. Grapes, avocado, spinach, lettuce. They're all good for you. Use them, you know? And put them on your breakfast sandwiches. Like, they are excellent on, on that sort of stuff. So, so that's that's what I'm doing right now. Uh, my coffee of choice is out of our brand new Ninja Coffee Bar machine. I gotta tell you, I saw my brother has one of these down in Virginia Beach, and I was immediately I fell in love with it. I was like, this thing is the shit. I want one. Gotta have it. So Christmas this year, uh, Walmart had one on sale. It was like ninety nine bucks. Normally 130 or something like that. And uh, um, so I grabbed it. And it's it's the best. It's got a frother on the side, which Abby loves. The kid loves it because when she makes my cocoa, so she's making her own, you know, whipped topping. Love that. Um, I like it because of the easy convenience. You fill this, you fill the reservoir usually once a day. Maybe more if you get if you happen to want a lot of coffee, but like once a day is good for my family. And you might have one cup of coffee, you might have you know four cups of coffee. It doesn't matter. It's single serve or a full carafe, whatever. And the carafe, holy shit, the carafe stays warm for what was it Christmas Day? I made a pot of coffee that day. I made a pot of coffee. I want to say it was like nine thirty. That shit, shit was still like steaming at like I want to say it was like, you know that's that's pretty good. I mean, you show me a for, I mean, I'm not saying the coffee was fresh, but warm. If you want to just a quick you know warm up or whatever, that's pretty good. Show me a Mister Coffee that does that, and I will show you a impressed Charlie. I don't I don't think did. I'd be uh, I'd be surprised. Anyway, so. And then I just have, we ran out of coffee this week. Usually it would be uh, chock full of nuts. I had to, uh, we ran to Giant and picked up, uh, Abby's got a, a mild, I call it mild, it's probably not mild, mild uh, tomato allergy, um, red tomato allergy from my side of the family. My dad had it too. So what we've been doing <clears throat> is we've been getting these heirloom tomatoes. Oh, heirloom, how do you pronounce it? Yellow ones. 
and making her own uh, ketchup, which she loves, which I'm really excited that she loves it. She really does. It's like her own little jar, and it's just for her. She just digs it. And uh, I made pasta sauce this week, and we haven't tried it yet. I mean, I was trying it as I was cooking it. Um, I basically stole that recipe. It's a combination of things. Um, I kind of stole it from this YouTube channel, Sam the Cooking Guy, which if you haven't checked that out, I highly implore you to do so. A lot of fun. Uh, just this guy from California. Well, he's from Canada, California. Kind of a kind of a celebrity chef. Um, never got to like the Gordon Ramsay, Emeril Lagasse kind of like level, but pretty important nonetheless. And he just makes very realistic dishes that really can be, in some cases, kind of fancy. But at the same time, that's not every show. Every show sometimes he does like ones that I really like is what he makes. He'll copy a famous fast food restaurant's signature sandwich or something like that. Like this week he did, or last week he did like the Baconator from Wendy's, which sounds simple and it is. Um, but the one week he did like the pop. And it's simple stuff, but like, you know, it. if anything you take from it, it's kind of like, it's okay to experiment. It's okay to try new things. And at least for me, it gave me kind of an idea or a basis of where flavor layering kind of starts or whatever. It's 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 awesome. It's a good show to watch. Um so anyway, I just really train of thought for some reason I hate when I do this. I really do. Um oh the sauce. So yeah. So I he had an episode where he just made he had two episodes where he made uh pizzas. The one was really fun, it was a stuffed product, which was really cool. The other one was a little it was like a normal New York pizza pie, but it was it was good in the fact that like he showed you really how he makes his sauce, and then really how he makes his dough, which he makes his dough in a food processor. I never thought you could do. I figured you'd burn the motor up, but whatever. Um, <clears throat> so the sauce I kind of took from that, and it's simple. It's it's the tomatoes. Uh, you're supposed to use ple you know peeled peeled tomatoes. Typically for a can, you know, they're very hard to come by in, in the yellow variety. So I took the, the fresh ones that they had there, blanched them, peeled them, and then cooked them down myself. You know, garlic, salt, crushed red pepper flakes if you want. Like, you just, that, you just and like, like, you know, basically the sauce. Like, think of what's in oregano, what's in sauce, you know, and it's kind of go from there. What I found, um, what we learned is that you don't want to use too much sugar. Now, I don't know how many how many people out that listen to this that have ever made homemade tomato sauce, but there is sugar in it, <clears throat> you know, uh, generally speaking. The idea is that it counters the acidity. Um, we tried that the first time, or the first go around, and it turned it into, like, basically, like, a candy. Like, it was... It was bad. It was just, it was really sweet. So I was like, well, why don't we cook it down, see where we're at, and go from there. Now, me personally, I kind of like that was. I was told that it was very acidic. So we used uh, a combination of uh, basil and um, some carrots. The carrots seem to really do the trick. Just drop them in there, let them do their thing. You take them out. You don't, you don't necessarily leave them in the sauce, you know, whatever. You don't have to cook them into it, but they, they extract that acidity. They don't really. They don't leave any uh, any carrot paste behind. It. It's a very interesting taste. 
So that seemed to occur pretty well. Um, like I said, and then just by coincidence, it came down with the flu, so we haven't had any pasta or anything like that to really try. I'm hoping maybe tonight or tomorrow. So that's that. I've been cooking a lot. I really, I really, I like it. I love to cook. Um, I love a lot of kind of arty things, but cooking anymore, it's like I can just create. It's just good. It's like picking up, and, and, and by extension, in some weird way, I found myself being more creative in other avenues too. Like when I'm playing music, or whatever, I find myself, my mind, it's, it's almost like this like primer expand your mind a little bit you get those creative juices sort of flowing and you apply it to the next thing and that's what i've been sort of able to do um i pick up my guitar and i just kind of start just writing again and it's really it's really fun you know uh so yeah so cooking uh what did i do yesterday i i spatchcocked the chicken you ever spatchcock a chicken it sounds filthy uh essentially what that is you cut the spine out and then crack the crack the breastplate flatten the chicken out and therein making it a quicker cook also it make, gives you the ability to grill an entire chicken uh, versus you know hat needing to roast it um you know that's i wanted to try it i want to try it and it came out so good so good i used this barbecue rub that my sister-in-law gave me, and then I kind of added some other stuff to it, and it was moist. It wasn't dry at all. The temperature was perfect. It was the shit. It's simple. Um, so yeah, so yeah. Um, so I'm gonna address. I'm gonna address the obvious. Um, I've been really, and I'm gonna continue to really push this positive attitude thing on my social media. Now, I'm, I'm a small, stupid individual that doesn't really, you know, matter much in terms of the greater scale of things. I'm, I'm aware of that. I'm not I'm not anything special. Um, but I think, you know, sometimes it takes a small little little tidbit or whatever to maybe, maybe blossom into something bigger. Um, I'm going to continue to share music uh, I'm getting it's it's a little selfish in a way. Um, part of it comes from also wanting to kind of clean my feeds. You know, I want and it's a little bit of an experiment too. Like I want to see what does it take to kind of reset your algorithm. Um, you know, there's a lot of talk about you know that sort of thing. Facebook and YouTube and whatever. They find the things that you are quote unquote interested in. Which, just for the record, there's a difference between being interested in something and looking into something. You know, I, I think that, you know, sometimes you may just you might just pull something up on YouTube, watch one video, and then all of a sudden it's just like, oh, you must be looking to be a scholar in this or whatever. Like, you know, um, politics is a great example of that. You know, I'm I'm taking a stance that my politics are my own. I've been I'm not gonna use the word accused because I don't think that's fair. But it's, it has been brought to my attention. That there are times when I have views or opinions that lean this way or that way, and I go into extremes. I'm, I'm, that's my personality. I'm extreme personality. And um, I don't want that to be a reason for someone to 
pass judgment on me. Pass judgment on me for my character and my resolve. Don't pass judgment on me because maybe in a moment of, you know, passion or whatever, I decided to just get really ah about, about something. And here's the thing. There is such a thing as not airing your dirty laundry, and I think people forgot that a little bit. Um, Facebook is like nothing but. Facebook and Twitter is like nothing but airing dirty laundry. You can keep things private, but I've made, I have totally made this mistake, like very, very obviously. Um, you know, it's okay to have opinions for sure. You gotta, you gotta be a little more elegant about how you, how you, on the people and how you get get your message across. I think that's something that's kind of gotten lost over the years. Um, so this this idea of just sharing music all the time, any kind, all kinds of videos. Like I want it, I want it to be contagious. I want it to be something that other people obviously decide to do. And 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 if nothing else, or maybe not even just music, whatever your jam is. Like, you know what I mean? Like if you're into CrossFit, like. Uh, my buddy Kyle, he's it's not as often as he used to be because he's 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 not a he's not a trainer anymore. He, he owns his own business, but he uh, or he moved into mechanic into auto mechanic automotive. Um, he he used to share like these achievements constantly, and I used to like kind of like I would never roll my eyes to anything because it's what it's what people were into. That's not for me to do. But I always just kind of like would I would sort of just breeze by it, and I'm not seeing the bigger picture. It's not about the fact that this is a person that's doing something that maybe I'm not into and it's like, oh, whatever. This is uh, this is their jam. This is what they're into. They're proud of it and they should be. You know, it's a, it's a feat. It's a personal best or whatever, you know, in that respect. You paint, you know, show your artwork or show, show stuff that, you know, interests you. Like, stop with the whole, like, the, 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 the thing that drives me the nut most nuts are the First of all, the problem with the meme is that it's not really an original thought. It's not an original thought at all. You might see eye to eye with something. That's fine. You know? But at the same time, it's like you're not... I would rather hear your opinions or thoughts. And here's the thing. The reality of the whole of the whole situation is, is that I guarantee you, if you never saw that meme in the first place, you probably on any regular day wouldn't have even thought about that topic. It sparked something in you. And then you share it, and I get why you why people do that. But I think sometimes what then happens is that somebody, uh, maybe on your feed or your wall, and sometimes they're basically a stranger. Sometimes they're like your closest relative. They feel in some cases either attacked or, and this is important too. Sometimes they'll maybe just be playing like a little devil's advocate. They'll turn around and just challenge your thought or opinion or you know whatever, and that's okay. and they should. But because we're living in a world that is, you know, verbal communication has been basically replaced by text, you can't get across emotion, emotion and conviction, and that's those are important things. You are listening to my voice right now. You understand the emotion and the passion. Of it. If I just typed out this whole thing, you would. Maybe not realize, or you know, maybe I don't know. This, this topic matter is maybe you would realize not realize where my heart really lies on the topic. You know, it could come across as preachy or whatever, and that's not the case. It's just not the case. You do you, I will do me, and we'll meet somewhere in the middle, and that's the way life's supposed to be. This whole, you know, this whole idea of, you know, you don't see eye to eye with me, so fuck you. We'll, you know, go to hell. 
can't it can't be like that anymore, man. It really can't. It's too important. And and it started, you know, a couple of years back with you know, you want to say the election that's an easy go to. It was before that. It really was. Just the internet really did it. It put this it put everyone sort of on this weird axis, you know. And it's just there's this way and that way and you're done. And it's like it's not that simple. It's not that simple. You can have nuance. You can have ideas. Um you know, I'll give you I'll give you a great example. Um, I have people that are on my friends list that, you know, in one hand, I'll, I'll look at this from one light and I'm like, well, I'll just say this. So, so typically when you have a person that uh, that goes on and they put a lot of like sort of uh, I don't want to use the word protest, but, but, but protesting style things from saying government or the or Iran or whatever. You know, you naturally assume if they're if they're being, or uh, if they're criticizing, you would naturally assume that that person must be left leaning. You know? That's is what it is. Um, when that same person, then I mean, within minutes, shares a meme that promotes uh, uh, the Second Amendment, owning guns. Then you then the water gets a little murkier, and you're like, "Well, now I don't know what to think." And that's the problem. There should never be that identity of like, "You said this, so you are all about this." I know plenty of people that vote Democrat that also believe in the right to own and bear arms. You know, I'm one of them. I, you know, I. The point is, is that you can't. You can have mixed opinions. It's not black and white. It's just not. Just not, and people got to stop pretending like it should be, and just be who you are and share who you are. Let's use social media as a way to truly get to know each other and reintroduce ourselves to each other. It's it's important, it really, really, really is. So, so yeah, for the two or three people who actually listen to this, that's what I, I want to see happen. I want you to go on your YouTube or even Facebook, was it Facebook Watch or whatever? It's another part of the app. I don't know if I don't really use it much, but if other people do. And, and go on and, and continue to share activities, things that you do. Don't share the politics. I mean, if you're into politics, I suppose that's what, you know, you can't really control that, but there's got to be something tangible that you can do. I have a hard time believing that even the most devout, uh, litigator, you know, only watches legal videos. I I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. You know, I I just don't. If you're into, if you're a, a mechanic and you're into cars and you're you're gearhead, you know, I mean, share share how you know tune up videos and whatever. Do you, you, man? If you're a cook, share that shit. You know, <clears throat> start recording yourselves. I always feel like I'm I'm kind of obnoxious and kind of a weirdo because I, I do this podcast thing and it's just for it's really just kind of for me. But I enjoy it. I enjoy getting my thoughts and ideas out there. And if I do it, then I feel like I'm more of a mentally healthy person. And that is that has got to be the most important thing to me right now. Important to me, it makes me a better person, and in, and it's such it makes me a better husband and father. And and, and I know that's a, you know kind of a going down the trail thing, but. It all matters to me. I, I, I it matters to me that, that people are healthy. That you guys appear happy in your, in your life. The ironic thing about social media is that I think, in a way, it was supposed to broaden everyone's horizons and make us more uh, in touch with each other. I think it's a weird, sort of strange way. We've only we'll almost become more um, uh, 
back and restrain, you know. Uh, there's people on my on my Facebook friends that I've known most of my life, and I feel like I almost like more currently know less and less than I ever did before, and that doesn't make any sense. It shouldn't be that way, you know. And maybe that's just me. I mean, I could be wrong about all of this. But I don't. I don't know that that could be possible. I don't know that. I think that that's not true. So either we're all doing it wrong, or it's just maybe more than the human uh, condition can handle. I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to finish my chorizo egg sandwich. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day. Uh, this has been Six Strings of Coffee. I, I'm hoping... I'm not hoping. I'm doing. There will be more of these coming up. I don't have a schedule. I'll, I'm trying to figure out. I want to start doing more. I want to start doing more videos and podcasts and, and really keeping myself busy with this sort of stuff because it, it makes me feel good. It really does. Um, so check it out. Keep an eye out. Hopefully, hopefully more, more to come sooner than later. And uh, I hope you have a great day.